It's time for the Smart Money Questions Podcast with Matt Hausman. This is the show that provides you with a sound financial education and helps you avoid financial pitfalls. Make sure you are asking the right questions by listening to the Smart Money Questions Podcast. Hey everyone, Matt Hausman here, and I'm so excited to come to you today because today I am delivering this podcast, this side thought standing up that's right i got one of these new like desk extender riser type things where it kind of brings up my whole workstation if i want to stand up or i can put it back down if i want to sit down or anything in between and the beautiful thing is it's electric which means i don't have to do any heavy lifting so today i wanted to stand up the mic's in a new spot and we've got a new smart money question that i or a side thought question that i wanted to bring out there that I think is really important for all of the listeners out there that aren't 65 yet, but good night, you wanna retire like yesterday. And one of the most important things that you wanna consider is what's gonna be your healthcare. You know, at the age of 65, everyone's eligible to go on Medicare, and quite frankly, it's not gonna be a story about Medicare today, but Medicare's a really good thing compared to the health insurance or healthcare opportunities really health insurance, that are available before then, especially if you're going to retire and not have employer-sponsored health care. And so I want to talk to you about this today because I think it's so important. And when I've talked to clients about this, in some cases, it's kind of extended their work time until 65 when they understand how this type of health care works in the event you do not have retiree health care benefits through your employer or a past employer. That's probably the best type of health care you can have. But if it's through an employer, you want to be aware of what's going to happen in the event you decide to retire. So let's just go back. Let me go back. And I was talking with a real good buddy of mine, a fellow advisor out in the kind of Midwest area. And he was he was calling me specifically for some assistance with someone he's looking to start working with, and he was talking tax strategy, Roth conversion, she wants to retire in six months, she's got about this much money, this is what I'm thinking, what what do you think? Is, Is there something else you can bring to the table? And the first thing I said to him is, well, hold off, how old is she, and where's the money at? Is the money in a Roth? Is it an after tax investment account? Is it in an IRA? And so he answered the question, and she's 60 years old, and 90% of all of her money is an IRA. And my first response was, beep, 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 back up the bus, buddy. Everything that you were just talking about, throw it out the window. And he's like, why? I said, well, does she have health care that's going to be provided in some type of retiree package when she retires? And he said, no, she's not. And I go, that's why. So let's actually talk about what health care looks like when you're in that in-between period of time between, say, whatever age before 65. So in this case, we're going to use this example that he was working on, this particular person. She's 60 years old. She's got five years till Medicare. What type of health care is going to be offered to her? And this is such a, uh, I think this is something that many people really haven't thought about when I've talked to clients that are looking to retire early, and I kind of go over this. In many cases, it's extended their working time 
so they can get closer and closer, if not all the way to 65 to be eligible for Medicare. But so let's actually talk about what you need to know about the Affordable Care Act that went into full effect. I believe it was 2014, otherwise known as Obamacare. And you want to understand, I'm not going to go over the necessary plans and the differences in the plans. That would be something that you would really want a, a health care or health insurance expert to do. And, and I'm sure I'm going to have be interviewing one of them in the near future. But let's talk about how much you're going to pay. And the biggest thing to understand about Obamacare is the premiums you pay for the health care plan you choose is 100% based on your income, your reportable income, your taxable income. And what in the world do I mean by that? Well, my experience has been we have about eight clients that are going that are in this period right now that we're assisting in making sure that their income stays within a range so the health care premium or the health insurance premium is affordable. Because if your income is too high, your premium could be anywhere from $1,000 to $1,200 to $1,400 a piece. That's right. If you're a married couple, I actually had someone in my office earlier this year that last year their health care coverage, their health insurance coverage, because their income was too high, was $30,000 for the year. That's right, $2,500. So what you want to understand is what they've really done with Obamacare based on getting what's called a tax credit towards your premium is based on your taxable income, not your assets. But what you have to look at is if I'm going to retire and I'm no longer earning money, but I have to have health care, where is my money to live on or enjoy retirement going to come from? So in this particular case, the client that my buddy was talking about, as I said, about 90% of her assets were in an IRA. Her income need was about sixty-five dollars to $70,000 a year which means if that is the only place that she can take that money from, then it's all going to be reportable and taxable, which means her premium is going to hover between that $1,000 to $1,200 per month for whatever plan she decides to choose. As compared to, in the event she was a little more, as many of you have heard me talk about, being tax diversified, she had money in IRAs, she had money in after-tax investment account, and she had money in Roth. In that particular case, we might only take out, let's say, $25,000 out of the IRA. We would take other monies out of an after-tax investment account where, let's just say, we might have about five dollars to $8,000 of reportable capital gain. And then the balance we take out of the Roth, which is a non-taxable event. So in that particular case, her health insurance premium might drop from, let's say, on the high end, $1,200 all the way down to, say, $150 to $200 a month, which is much more reasonable. But if all of her money is tied up in an IRA, not only does she not have any Roth conversion opportunities, now she's really staring at the fact that I've got enough you know, to keep the lights on. I need sixty-five dollars to $70,000, but now, because the only place I can take the income is from the IRA, I got an extra twelve dollars to $14,000 bill for my health insurance. That can really put a crimp in your style and especially your accounts because then let's say that, okay, I'm going to go ahead, you know, I can't stand working anymore. I want to go ahead and do it. I'm going to take the health care plan. I'm willing to pay that. Well, remember, 
to get $14,000 or even $65,000 to pay the bill into her pocket, she still has to pay Uncle Sam. And if the only place that we have to take it from is the IRA, is she might actually have to take out eighty to get that $65,000 or $70,000 number. Now we've just added a net cost of twelve dollars to $14,000. We're going to have to take out more. So what ends up happening is we're draining the IRA faster than we really should, in this case, just to pay health care. I mean, that is a huge expense, you know, $1,000 to $1,200 a month, depending on the plan that you pick. So remember that the way that the healthcare system works, if you do not have a retirement healthcare plan or health insurance plan until the age of 65, is that more than likely you're going to be forced to be go into the private healthcare market, which is either buying directly from an insurance company with absolutely no tax credit subsidies towards the premium, or you have to go through the exchange, otherwise known as Obamacare. And so you really want to have an understanding on that before you just decide to up and hand in the resignation, or more importantly, accept that early retirement offer where the severance package looks real good. You know, I remember assisting a client with this exact situation. They were offered a retirement package, I think if I remember right, it was like five years ago. And uh, they sent the package over to me, and I was reviewing the package form. And one of the things that was mysteriously left off of the original offer was healthcare. And so we brought that to their attention. And to their credit, they were, uh, this particular company really helped out. And not only did they pay for, he was the employee, not only did they pay for his, but the wife was actually not going to fall on to Medicare until a year after him. And they went ahead and they picked up the cost for the COBRA benefit up to that point until she was eligible for Medicare. Now, I will tell you this. I have only seen that one time in the last five years. That's rare. Most of the time what I see with the clients that I've helped or assisted with taking an early buyout opportunity is they might be offered some type of what's called a COBRA plan or the extension of their existing healthcare plan through their employer at a drastically increased cost, but usually not as expensive as a plan through the Obamacare system and much better coverage than when you get to Obamacare. Again, we'll talk about that at a later subject, but in any event, it's an increased cost in healthcare until they get to age 65. And my buddy that I was talking to really didn't have an understanding on how that worked. And the reason why is because he hasn't had a client that's had to deal with that. And as I mentioned earlier, we have like eight or nine clients that we're assisting that have retired early and were, quote, negotiating their taxable income to make sure that the health insurance premiums are within reason. And so we're very familiar with that, that system. And what I would encourage you is that Again, if you are looking to go ahead and retire before that age of 65, is the healthcare question is one of the most important questions you can ask. I mean, obviously you want to be asking about, you know, where where am I going to get money from? What assets am I going to take? Do I take social security? Do I not take social security? How am I going to keep the lights on? Those type of questions. But one of the most important questions is, okay, well what's my healthcare benefit or insurance going to look like until Medicare? 
you know, once Medicare comes, quite frankly, it's pretty simple. You go in, you get A, you get B, and then you choose a supplement plan. And, you know, there's really only a couple supplement plans that I, I believe are the viable ones. And once you do that, then you're done. And your health care or your health insurance is taken care of. It's a predictable amount. And for the most part, the coverage is really great. And you don't have to worry about a skyrocketing cost where maybe you're working for an employer and you're 63 years old and you're paying, you know, let's say on the high end, you're paying like $400 a month for coverage for you and your spouse. And then all of a sudden I retire early and it skyrockets to, if you're married, you know, $2,200, $2,400, $2,500 a month. That is a gigantic expense that you want to make sure you know you want to be aware of it before you just decide to go in and turn the papers in. And if you are going to do it, how am I going to take care of it and pay for it? And that's where understanding what is reportable income under the under Obamacare and understanding where your assets are and how that income is going to come to you to keep the lights on and enjoy the lifestyle that you're wanting while still maintaining a reasonable health insurance health insurance premium cost. So hopefully that's been helpful and you can recognize, and maybe some of you right now are having sticker shock and recognize the importance of asking that question and making sure that question has an answer that you're okay with in the event you are looking to retire before the age of 65. The health insurance question and what that's going to look like up to age 65 is extremely important. So Again, that's my side thought for this week. If you have something that you would like for us to address, again, a topic, a question, maybe a scenario that you're considering, feel free to reach out to us, info at smartmoneyquestions.com, 610-719-3003, or just check us out at smartmoneyquestions.com. This is Matt Hausman signing off. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon.